Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. On on the eve of Thanksgiving, I get to come to you and preach this message, and I, I want you to turn in your Bibles to Psalms, and I really, really like Psalms um, uh, 101, amen, and we're going to read 1 through 4 or 5, we're going to just read, it's a steadfast love, and man, I got a word for you in here, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to, um, it's in the Passion, just so you know, I should have told you that, amen, I really like what it says in the Passion, uh, we are, we are, it's a prophetic, literally Psalms 101 is a prophetic song of thanksgiving, it's the thankfulness of God, um, and literally, that's the, the, the entitled uh, beginning of the psalm explains that it's a prophetic song of giving God thanks. In Psalms 101, it reads a little clearer. I want to talk to you tonight about the art of giving thanks. You know, we, we are around a lot of people that are not thankful. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but we have a generation, we did not, we did not teach, there is such a level of entitlement in the earth right now, it's kind of almost sad, because we, we need to be grateful and thankful for everything, you know? And in the art of giving, I want you to understand that giving thanks is one of the most important things you could do, because God has been so good to us. But in certain seasons of life, we lose sometimes the sight of how good God has been, and we almost maybe in the moments of life get overwhelmed and we kind of don't really give him the praise he deserves because in the moment of the situation, I can't see any good in it. And if it, it, that might be what you're going through and then sometimes what happens is people just go through, you know, they go through the, um, they go through the other side of it. They just, man, it's just too painful, you know. I, how, how's this good? But there's always good to find in God. Because God is good. Amen. And in this psalm, he, he explains something. And I, I love this. I love this translation. Lift up a great shout of joy to the Lord. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. He's telling you what's up. As you serve him, be glad and worship him. Sing your way into his presence with joy. Isn't that good? And realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping the Lord our God. Man, I don't know about, sometimes I think we look at the privilege as a burden. Sometimes I think we look at the privilege like, man, this is something hard. It's a privilege. For he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. Now watch verse four. Verse four is my favorite part of this. You can pass through the open gates with the password of praise. Man, God said the password to get in is praise to his presence. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For the Lord is always good and he's ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you. He's so kind that it will astound you. He is so famous for his faithfulness towards you. Woo! 
He is famous for his faithfulness towards you. Ain't that great news? Everyone knows our God can be trusted for he keeps his promise to every generation. My God in heaven, I don't know, man. There ain't much more to say there. But how about he said, it's the password of praise. You know, I, I thought about that. Um, the password of praise. You know, it's kind of funny how you got a password for everything now. You know, I just, uh, I just updated my phone. Um, I just got a new phone, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, you got to update all your passwords when you do this stuff. You know, and I'm like, oh, man. Kind of got a, I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh my God, which one? You know, I use different ones for different things sometimes, which is bad. And I was like, man, some of this stuff, I, I, I didn't know the password and I couldn't get in. You know, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so simple, but what's the password? You know, and I didn't know my password. And if you don't know your password, you can't get into some things. Amen? If you don't know your password, I couldn't get into the phone. Then I didn't know some of the passwords for some of the apps, so I couldn't get into the apps. So after I got one thing figured out, I, I, I had to get another thing figured out. Then I had to get another, you know, it's like all these passwords. Matter of fact, the other day I went to go and the app wasn't open because I didn't lock the password, link the password into the app for coffee. You know what I mean? And I'm going, oh, great. I went to the window to go do my thing and it's like, log in. I was like, I don't know the password. So I'm locked out of stuff because I don't know the password. God said, my pass, maybe you're locked out of some stuff and you because you don't know the password is praise where's your praise at where's your worship at where's your thankfulness at where's our gratitude at thankfulness simply means showing appreciation towards someone or something to be grateful now you say man well pastor chris it's not going good man i'll tell you what if you got god everything's going good it, the problem would be if you didn't have God. We have to understand that it's our responsibility to create the power and the position of habitual thankfulness. We have to produce the habit of being thankful. We have to put the mindset of being thankful. We have to put gratitude on as an attitude, even when it doesn't feel like anything's working. We still got to be thankful. Even when it doesn't look like anything's happening, we still got to be thankful. Even when it, we have to keep praise and gratitude and worship. And I like to put like praise, thanksgiving, worship, gratitude all into the same, same ball. Because, you know, what's one different? You know, it was funny. What's the difference between praise? What's the difference? You know, a long time ago, I woke up one time. This is kind of a funny story. I woke up in the middle of the night before a Sunday, and uh, I, I, I just, funny, I remembered this, and I, I kept thinking, praise isn't worship, and worship isn't praise. Praise isn't worship, and worship isn't praise. So, you know, I asked the praise team guys, a couple of them, I was like, what's the difference between worship and praise? And nobody really gave me a definition that I liked, you know? And I said, well, God, obviously, you're going to have to help me, because I don't know what I'm doing. And, and I was kind of went to bed thinking about it, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I really felt like God spoke to me and said, praise isn't worship and worship isn't praise. He said, worship is what you give me before I ever do anything. And praise is what you give me after I've done it for you. And I kind of, that was, that was my answer. You know what I mean? Like, I, you praise him for what he does. You worship him for who he is. You know what I mean? 
Like, I was like, and you give them thank, you know, so it's kind of like the all, like, is that Thanksgiving? It is Thanksgiving. Like, God did it. I'm thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Pray, you know, so I don't know how you really break them up. You know what I mean? Like, do you go, this is praise, this is Thanksgiving, this is worship, this is adoration, this is thankfulness. You know what? Forget it. Just lump them all in one big ball and just get thankful, get praiseful, right? Get excited, have gratitude. But I want you to produce the habitual act of thankfulness. Start learning to prepare to be thankful, to be um, gracious, gratitude, faithfulness. I think one of the big things is this. Thankfulness and gratitude are not options, they're commands. Look what it says in Psalms 50, 14. Passion is wonderful. So write that down. Thankfulness and gratitude are not options. They're commands that God gave us to do no matter what. It's big. Big. Because in Psalm 50, 14, he says this. Why don't you bring me the sacrifices I desire? Bring me your true and sincere thanks and show your gratitude by keeping your promise to me, the Most High. Honor me by trusting in me in your day of trouble. Cry aloud to me, and I will be there to rescue you. Isn't that funny? He said what? He said, give me sincere thanks. Show me gratitude by keeping your promise to me. Don't become unfaithful because things are... So, so here's the problem with, with thank all these things. We usually base these things on our circumstances and our emotions if we're going to do these things for God. That's the truth. We usually base these things on circumstances and emotions. So if our circumstances ain't right, we don't usually thank God, praise God. We kind of get a little ticked off a little bit and like, you know, I'm kind of mad, so I'm not praising nothing. I'm upset. I'm gr grumpy. I'm not, I, come on, lose your grumpiness and get your gratitude. Come on, somebody. You know what I mean? So usually this stuff gets based on circumstances, emotions. Well, I'm emotionally messed up, so I ain't giving no praise. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm in these circumstances of life. I'm not, get, you know what I mean? You, you kind of get jerky based upon me. So thankfulness is a powerful force. It repels or attracts, okay? It's a force that attracts um, blessings and others towards you, but when a lack of thankfulness, it pushes people away. You like you ever do something simple like you hold the door open for somebody you don't know and they don't say thank you? That bugs me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm being kind, man, once you wake up. I'll do it anyway. I didn't do it for your thanks, but don't you realize that when people do not recognize something that you do and do not have a thankful attitude that you're not really apt to do another thing for them. You don't really want to get around unthankful people. It's funny. Thankfulness is a force that determines whether you multiply or decrease, grow or die, attract or repel. I'm going to say that again. Thankfulness is a, is a powerful force. We started with this. It attracts others towards you or moves them away from you. Thankfulness is a force that determines whether you will multiply or decrease, whether you will grow or die, attract or repel. Thankfulness. It's an attitude. 
okay? It's big. Be thankful. Train yourself to be thankful. And you know what's the funny thing about this? Is everybody says, well, you're either thankful or you're not. No, you have to be conscious to be thankful. You have to create an attitude of thankfulness in the season of life that you're in because without creating that, that um, atmosphere of thankfulness, you're going to live outside of the umbrella of praise. And if praise is the password, which I love, what happens if you don't get the praise? You can't get access. What happens if you don't get the thing? Well, think about this. What do you do after you pray, you believe, you receive? You thank God. And you keep thanking God. So what happens if you don't use the force of thanksgiving? You're probably not getting access to stuff. What happens if you don't use the force of praise? Your 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 access, come on, your access is denied because you didn't get the password. Write this down. Thankfulness is the power that is used to control the circumstances of your life. Write that down. Thankfulness is the power that is used to control the circumstances of your life. Thankfulness. Thankfulness is the power that is used to control the circumstances of your life. It can minimize the effects of negative things. It can minimize the effects of negative things. That's what it does. It allows the presence of God to transform your moments of life. Thankfulness. Because it can be bad and you start thanking God, you won't even see the bad no more. It can be tough and you start thanking God and you'll not even see the tough no more. It will create an atmosphere that transforms the moments that you're sitting in life. It minimizes the effects of negative things. When negative things show up and you go, praise the Lord, I'm going to get through this thing, thankfulness is a force. That's uh, Psalms, Psalms 107. And um, we could really start with, uh, in the Passion, we could really start with verse 8. I'll read a little bit of that. Yeah, I like this. So lift your hands and thank God for his marvelous kindness and for all his miracles of mercy for those he loves. That's good, right? Miracles of mercy. How he satisfies the soul of the thirsty ones and fills the hungry with all that is good. Some of us once sat in darkness, living in the dark shadows of death. We were prisoners to our pain Chained to our regrets. For we rebelled against God's word. We rejected wise counsel of the most high God. So God humbled us through our circumstances. Watching us as we stumbled. With no one to pick us up. Pick us back up. Our own pain became our punishment. Then we cried out. Lord help us. Rescue us. And he did. His light broke through the darkness. He led us out in freedom from death's dark shadows and snapped every one of our chains. Amen? Ain't that good? But how did he start it up? Lift up your hands and thank God for what? Marvelous kindness and miracles of mercy. Amen? Now, he said, look, man. He said, well, they went through the, they went through the wilderness. They had the rebellion. They had the separation. They had the hard times. God said, look, you're going to go through life. He didn't bring it. 
But guess what? It shows up. If you lift your hands and thank God for his marvelous kindness and miracles of mercy. So his kindness and his mercy are what deserve praise. See, they went through the wilderness. How many know they weren't praising God for the wilderness? That's a mess. We need to get out of here. He said, thank God for kindness and mercy. Thank God you're merciful. Even though I'm walking through this mess, you've still been kind to me. Even though I'm walking through this drama, you've still been merciful to me. Even though I'm walking through this junk, you've been good to me. Amen? You can't look at the circumstances of life to determine whether you're going to praise God or not. He's good. Write this down. When you develop an attitude of thankfulness, you will change the world around you. When you, when you develop an attitude of thankfulness, you will change the world around you. That's Philippians 4.11. Stay in the passion. I'm telling you, man, this stuff is big. This will change you. Thankfulness will produce stuff in your life nothing else can. When you have thankfulness, you will change the world around you. All right? I am not telling you this because I'm in need. I'm in learn no matter what to be satisfied in any circumstance. I know what it means to lack. I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things. Isn't that good? What do you mean? What's the secret of overcoming all things? Whether in the fullness or in hunger, I find what? That the strength of Christ, explosive power, infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Man, man, I'm telling you, he was thankful. Thankfulness was a force to help him walk in the overwhelming abundance of victory in areas that seemed to be out in left field. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. And more, everybody say yes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, man, God is moving supernaturally. He trained in the secret of overcoming all things. You want to know what the secret of overcoming all things is? Stay thankful no matter what. You ever think about Jesus? He's always being thankful. Paul, always being thankful. Right? Stay in an attitude of thankfulness. Somebody say, well, Pastor Christian, you preaching this because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, duh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I am, because we're getting ready. This is a time of year where we're thank. Tomorrow, you're going to give the blessing. You're going to thank God for keeping you another year. Amen? Come on, somebody. Here's another one. Write this down. Four, we must recognize that thankfulness will produce an invisible reward. Man, that is a good one. Thankfulness, thankfulness, thankfulness will produce an invisible reward. And that's 2 Corinthians 4, 7, and stay with the passion, right? Thankfulness, we must recognize that thankfulness will produce an invisible reward. Ain't that cool? That's a good word. What do you mean there's an invisible reward? We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God and not yours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we ain't crushed. At times, we don't know what to do, but quitting ain't an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we ain't knocked out. We continually share in the death of Jesus Christ in our own bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. 
we consider living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. So then death is at work in us, but it releases life in you. We have the same spirit of faith that is described in the Scripture when it says, first I believe, then I spoke in faith, so we also be able to believe and speak. So what am I saying to you? It has an invisible reward. What do you mean? Has an Man, we might be pressed, but we're still grateful. We might be crushed, but we're still thankful. We might be knocked down, but we ain't knocked out. We might be persecuted, but we're not forsaken. We might be carrying the death, but we're walking in life. We might be walking through the problems, but we're walking into success. We have considered it all and understand what? We're still going to give them thanks because it's important. Thankfulness has an invisible reward. In the moment of it, when you stay thankful, you might not see, where is this going? What is this doing? I don't know about you, but I've, I've probably um, taken time to train myself to be thankful. I'm not saying I perfected it, but I, I got pretty good at, like, thank you, God. And, and I've trained myself to do this. If it's not working, I don't look at God and go, what are you doing? I look at me and go, what do I need to do? That's very important because a lot of times I think if you do not know where to properly, um, it's a word I'm looking for here. Um, if you don't know how to properly attribute where this attention needs to go, you could almost get in a position where you get almost cross-grained with God and now God's getting blamed for something he didn't do. So you're going to like hold back all this adoration and love and worship. Because like, oh, you know, you got to look at you to understand I have to adjust and God still stays good. God's still merciful. God's still loving. God's still gracious. And that's going to be because this is the thing. The moment you correct your focus towards thankfulness, your life will change forever. That's point number five. The moment you correct your focus towards God's thankfulness, your life will change forever. That's important. And you see this in uh, King James, Acts 16, 25. Acts 16, 25. The moment you correct your focus towards being thankful, your life will change forever. And this is Paul and Silas at midnight. How many of you know they could have been mad? You know, think about this, right? Paul and Silas are just living out the gospel. Paul and Silas are just doing what they've been asked to do. They weren't doing anything wrong. They were, they were, they were, they were really God-fearing, God-believing men doing the gospel. Next thing you know, because they're doing good, they get imprisoned. I don't know about you, but if I got in prison for doing good, I wouldn't be happy. You know, it's funny, right? Like, it was funny. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be political, but, you know, people get in trouble for doing the wrong thing. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We, we got this national news thing, and if I talk about it, you're going to know what I'm talking about, but I don't really care, right? You know what these, let's like this. It's like, if you know what the rules say, and you decide not to do them and get in trouble, you're a dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some people out there right now that the, the country's like, oh, my God. No, man. Look, if the, if the rules are this and you know the rules. Now, look, anybody, everybody deserves mercy. That is not what I'm saying. I pray to God everybody gets the mercy. But it's like, if I know 
the rules and decide, well, I know the rules, but I'm going to do what I want to do. If I get the repercussions of my action, knowing the rules, whose fault is that? Mine. Paul and Silas were like, we're just doing what we got to do. We're talking about Jesus. Nobody said we weren't allowed to. Nobody said we weren't supposed to be doing this. We just doing what the Jesus said. Come on. And they got in trouble. How many of you know in the middle of the jail cell, you could have got mad? Like, you know, the guy that robs the store and goes to jail, he deserves it. You can't get mad about, oh, I don't know why I'm in here. I know why you're in there, ding dong. You robbed the store. Ain't no big mystery why you're in there. These guys are like, why? Can you imagine some hardcore criminals? They were probably in there like, I'm a lifer. Paul and Silas, why are you here? Preach Jesus. You know? You probably got like bank robbers in there. You know, I don't know what these guys are doing. You know, put it in modern day, you know, you know, you probably got people in there, you know, rough, really rough and tough. Paul and Silas showed up and said, yeah, we were preaching Jesus. We're hardcore. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't supposed to be here. But look what it says. At midnight, they prayed and sang praise. What you mean pray and sang praise? Shouldn't they be mad? No, they were thankful. Why? Because God's still good even though the situation ain't good. God's still faithful even though the situation don't look like he's faithful. God's still good even when it looks bad. God's still good even when it doesn't look good. God is good God. Come on. And suddenly, mm, yeah, there was a great earthquake. So the foundation of the prison was shaken, and all the doors were open, and every man's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awakened as he was seeing the prison door. He drew his sword. He said, I got to kill myself, man. This is, I'm going to get in trouble for this. That joker dude right there. He's like, I'm in so much trouble. How am I going to explain this? But he wound up getting saved. But how in the world can you be in prison? How in the world can you be in, in a position where the circumstances are miserable, but even though you give God praise because you've allowed correction of focus of what you're looking at because of the power of thankfulness. So instead of looking at the problem, they took thankfulness like a lens and looked through it and they corrected their focus and didn't focus on the jail cell. They focused on their God. Come on, man. If you can use the power of thankfulness to correct your focus, you could change your world. And the last one is this. Thankfulness is a product of chosen focus. If you do not keep yourself focused on thankfulness, you ain't going to do it. If you look in, if you look in the wrong spot, you're going to get depressed. If you look around, you're going to get critical. If you look back, you're going to develop regret. If you do this, like, look, man, sometimes if you look inside yourself, you're going to have regret, depressed, you're going to get messed up. You look here, you're going to get critical. You look there, you're going to develop regret. You do over there, you're going to be there. But a heart of gratitude will correct your attitude when you correct your focus. That's big. I'm going to say it again, right? So if I look back, I got regrets. If I look forward, I got fears probably. I don't know what the future holds. If I look this way, I look there. If I look over here, oh, my God. But here's the thing. If I can look to a place, if I can find a heart of gratitude, it will correct my attitude. And when my attitude is corrected because I have corrected because of gratitude, it will now correct the focus that I have. So everything is about focus. This is big, man. He's going to try to help you there and show you this. Let's see this one. Go to, go to, I'm done. 
Go to Proverbs 15, 29, Passion. I'm going to read this, talk to you. I'm going to let you guys go make some, you know, pumpkin pie. Glory to God, I'm getting hungry. Can you imagine, man, all the turkey you're going to eat tomorrow? Can you imagine how much pie you're going to eat? Everybody's diet's off tomorrow. Just feel free. Be thankful. I don't know about you, right? I'm going to be eating turkey and pie. I like pecan. How do you say pecan? Pecan? I don't know. I said pecan. Pecan. I don't know. I get in trouble for it. I like pecan pie. I'm starting to even like pumpkin pie. Glory to God. I know what I got. I got a pumpkin cheesecake. Hallelujah. Right about now, I'm probably getting in trouble trying to eat a piece of that. But praise be to God. God is good. Amen. I'm going to tell Pastor Liz, you need to change your focus and stop focusing on me trying to eat the pie and get grateful for God giving you me. Hallelujah. I felt the Holy Ghost right there. How about you? Did you feel that was good? That was a good one, wasn't it? It's like, instead of yelling at me for trying to eat this pie, why don't you just get happy? You should be thankful for me. You know, I, I think I'm going to start a brand new campaign. Be thankful for me, 365. We got a t-shirt made up. Calm down, lighten up. You know you're laughing. I had to give him a minute to get to the scripture. Proverbs 15, 29. Look what it says. The Lord doesn't respond to the wicked, but he is moved to answer the prayer of godly lovers. Eyes, well, here we go, here we go. Eyes that focus on what is beautiful bring joy to the heart. You see that? Where's your focus? I'm looking at all the garbage. No, look on the beautiful things. Right, didn't it say, think upon these things, Philippians 4? And hearing a good report refreshes and strengthens the inner being. Get away from all this negativity. Man, I'm telling you, everybody, some of you hang around too many negative people, man. That negativity will get on you. Accepting constructive criticism opens your heart to the path of life, making you right at home among the wise. Man, that's a pig. How many people could really expect criticism? Constructive criticism, right? That ain't easy. Refusing constructive criticism shows you have no interest in improving your life. Wow. So people that go, I don't want to hear that, they're just telling you, I don't want to improve. For revelation insight only comes as you accept correction and the wisdom that it brings. The source of revelation knowledge is found as you fall down and surrender before the Lord, don't expect to see Shekinah glory until the Lord sees your sincere humility. Man, I don't know about you, man. It doesn't get better than that. Glory to God. Listen, guys, start keeping an attitude of gratitude. Start keeping a heart of thanksgiving. And start maybe just before you look, shift your focus to thankfulness. You know, I've said this for years. God didn't give you worship and me worship because he needs more worshipers. He loves your worship, but he gave you worship to switch your focus. If I'm looking at the problems, man, that's all I see. But the moment I can lean back and the moment I can do this, the moment I can say, and I lean back and I go, oh, no, you know what? I worship you, Jesus. It shifts my attention off of my problems and lifts my focus to what? His miracles. Come on, you see what I'm saying? The moment I look, problems, you know, this problem, that problem, failing problem, that. Thank you, Jesus. My focus goes from here to there. Thank you, Lord. And whether you realize he's inside of you, however you decide to do it, whether your hands are in the air or your heart's high in the air, doesn't make a difference. It shifts your focus to what it needs to be focused on. Praise the Lord. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for each and every person 
here tonight at the sound of my voice. Thank you for blessing them. Thank you for taking them to another level. Thank you, Father, that thankfulness is on their mind. Thank you, Lord, that praise is in their heart. Thank you, Lord, that gratitude is upon them. And thank you, Lord, that they are finding and tapping in this supernatural success to make it in this and every season of life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Well, praise the Lord. Guys, listen. For me, Pastor Liz, my family to your family, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I want you to know that I want you to have the best time. Be with your loved ones. Love on your family. I don't know, maybe you're extending a, 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 you know, a gracious act to a, a relative or maybe you got a neighbor coming over or somebody you know or acquaintances. Whoever may come, whoever may be around you, maybe you're alone, I don't know. But all I know is this, is that gratitude, thankfulness, it's in our heart. But I thank God for you. I wish you have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful holiday. Enjoy every minute of it. And we're going to see you Sunday morning, 9, 1030. And yes, 1145 in Palm Coast, Florida. We are going to have a great service. But we love you. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you Sunday. We've got some announcements for you. And I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.